to Eruption, where we talk about music, music news, music stuff, and anything else that comes up. What's up? How you doing, T? Pretty good. Ready to get this thing started with some more fucked up shit. Oh, shit. I, uh, yeah, sure. Let's do this. Yeah. So, R. Kelly, huh? Oh, God. Your R. man. Kelly. Oh, Kells. Sounds like... Uh, He's not trapped in the closet, but he's got some girls trapped in the closet. Yeah, he may or may not be running like a sex cult, I guess would be the best way to just kind of distill it down. Would it be the best way? Ah, there's nothing good about it. No, not at all. So I think it was the parents that came out, right? Yeah, well, I mean, this all came from uh, a BuzzFeed article that uh, was actually written by a guy from Chicago who I think is the same guy who broke the tape from a few years ago. Probably. I just know he's like, kind of has like inside right. knowledge apparently yep. um, into his circle and is saying that he is keeping multiple girls hostage right. within his home. So he has a house in like Illinois and uh, Georgia, yep. some other places. Yeah. And he keeps them there. They're usually young. Although Young, legal this time, right, so younger, props yeah. to you. They I are mean, at least 18. Age ain't nothing but a number. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and he keeps them there and takes away their cell phones and doesn't yep. allow them to communicate with their family. Right. Except every once in a while. Yeah. So um, that they can't put out a missing persons report. So that they say, hey, I'm good. I'm happy. Right. We'll, we'll talk also, again in six months. Yeah, there's yeah, there's also accusations that he won't let them like interact with other men. He makes them wear like track suits so that their like Body figure is isn't concealed. To say, yeah, yeah. Like if supposedly like if um, they're in the studio with him and another male artist or a producer or someone comes in, they mm-hmm. are to turn and face the wall so oh, that wow. yeah they don't become an object of someone else's desire or you know become an object of you know or or desire someone else in the article there's statements from parents of girls who are currently with Kells mhm there's also statements of girls who used to be a part of his like, quote unquote inner circle those girls have a couple of pretty scary stories there's one where he supposedly um, like slapped one of them and oh, held her up against a tree outside of a subway because she was nice to the cashier. Oh, wow. Um, another girl who was reprimanded for laughing at a cab driver's joke, like that sort of stuff. That's crazy. Yeah. Now, the, the one girl in question whose parents are listed in the BuzzFeed article mm-hmm. has actually come out with a statement Via TMZ. Right. She, <laughs> she got a hold of TMZ and was like, I'm totally cool. Yep. I can leave if I want to. Yep. I just, I'm, what did she say? I'm addicted to this wealthy lifestyle. Yeah, to the lavish lifestyle. She also, uh, you know, said that it's, it's really embarrassing for her that her parents are doing this. She just doesn't want to be a part of their lives. And like, and that's the thing about being an adult. Like, you can be a missing person when you're an adult. You can choose yeah. to be missing. You know, right. you don't have to be a part of your family's lives or whatever. And and R. Kelly has unequivocally denied, through his lawyer, of course, yeah. uh, any involvement in this. And he says that he plans on going after the people who are accusing him to clear his name. But is that really going to clear your name at this point? No, you I think know? your name's already out there. Right. You're kind of like the Michael Jackson when it comes to, to this stuff. It's kind of like, no matter what happens in the future, like, your name's always going to be tied to this. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like young women. Yeah, I mean, we got the piss tape. Yeah. Aaliyah. 
Come on. She was like 14. <laughs> yeah. It's... And now 18, 19 year old girls. Right. I'm sorry. He's like 50? Maybe? I think so. And, I, and I, I believe that he has a daughter who's like 18, 19. Shit. Right. Wonder now there's, now there's no, next. Yeah, and, there's and been say, no accusations like or anything with his kids. Yeah, yeah. I don't doubt uh, that. I'm just saying, right. like, could you imagine what you would feel as like a kid if your dad was dating somebody your age? Your age. Ooh. Or dating multiple people your age. Right. Yuck. Yeah. I also I really wonder like and and he has like he has a, a lot of different sources of income as a put like it, he does a lot of like songwriting and stuff like that. Yeah. But honestly, how do you afford this? That's what I was thinking when I was reading these articles. Yeah. Like, he, I mean, he was very relevant in the '90s, right? And he's somehow still. I mean, in the early 2000s, it was that whole. Yeah, that's when we got trapped in the closet. Yeah. The opus. Yeah. <laughs> it's a gloriousness. Right. But yeah, I mean, like. But, yeah, where is he getting this money from? Yeah. Now the the parents did actually respond to the TMZ tape too. Um, I just saw the the parents of the girl in the video say that, yeah, it looks like she was coached into denying there was nothing wrong. And it looks like one of those hostage videos. Oh yeah. So it could, I mean, it could very well be like some Stockholm syndrome happening. Yep. But there's, there's been the, the police have done well-being checks on them. Mm-hmm. And they've told the police everything's cool here. I'm not being held against my will. Like, yeah. I want to be in this situation. There's been no, like, uh, allegations or anything of him being physically abusive to the the women that are in currently hanging out with him. So it's just, it's really weird. Like, I mean, I think that they do think that they're okay. I don't think that there's... I mean, there could be physical abuse, but I think it's more... Him just like grooming naive girls right. into thinking that this is great. And I'm sure he gives them all the things that they want. Yeah. Whether that's attention or a combination of that and yeah, like money, material good. items. Yeah. yeah. You know, and a lot of this is, you know, allegations, but what can you use as proof unless one of them comes forward and says, help? Right. Like, this is really fucked up. Yeah, and there are the statements from the girls who are the women who are no longer with him. Mm-hmm. But the, the flip side of that and playing devil's advocate there is, you know, is this just a situation where they've been replaced and they're salty? I don't know. It's, it's so tough. Like, it's so messy. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> or is there? <laughs> Gross. Ugh. Speaking of messy... Mm-hmm. So we talked last year about the Ticketmaster lawsuit. Yeah, lawsuit. And as some of us cashed in on that, you got to go to a couple of shows, Yeah, I right? went to a couple of shows on that. Like Blink? Yeah, and... I went to uh, Blink and um, Panic! at the Disco. Oh, nice. Yeah, both very fun. Cashed in on that. Yeah. I just got an email last week that was like, hey, new website. We're like, dope. Yep, far easier to use. I'm going to bookmark that. Right. And they're about to release some concerts. Yeah. Exciting, because you can't use those vouchers really for anything else. No. Other than, like, the specific ones. Right. They have to pick which concerts you go to, which kind of win-win for them, because if you think about it, I mean, if you've pulled up the list, like, Blink and Panic were pretty decent, but this new wave that they just released, 
pretty shitty. Yeah, it's stuff that they're not selling tickets for. Right. So they're at least filling, around us. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so they're filling venues. Right. So it makes them look great. Like, oh, look at our numbers. Like, how many tickets we sold? Because right. they can count them as well, and, and sold like, tickets. Yeah, and like we talked about last time, the more people use these vouchers, the faster... The more they fulfill their obligation to the lawsuit. Right, so the less they're going to release. Mm-hmm. So that's why, you know, we had encouraged in the previous episode to not use the discount codes because they're like two fucking fifty. Right. Why? Yeah. Uh, but also that knocks out their the balance that they have to pay according to the lawsuit. So mm-hmm. if we all hold out for better shows, we might be able to get them. Right. They go so fast, though. They really do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think with... I think it was... It was panic or something that you were going to go in like a day after they had announced that they were all gone. Yep. And the ones that I pulled up and we've even checked the area because Indianapolis is, I mean, not everybody comes here. Right. So I'm checking Chicago, Detroit, Nashville, Louisville, Ohio. Mm -hmm. Um, still. Yeah. Nothing, nothing that I'm remotely interested in. Yeah. And and I've got quite a few of those vouchers just sitting in there. Yeah. Um, You had like six or. Yeah. So I even checked like areas where I have friends that live to see like, Hey, I'll get you free tickets to a show right? because we're buddies and I just want to use these. Yep. And even in like New York, LA, mm-hmm. pretty shitty. Yep. Like unless you're, what was it? It was literally Nickelback. Yep. The, the Futura tour, which I thought was Future at first. And I was like, that'd be cool. I might check that out. Yeah. And then I realized it's actually just a bunch of old new wave bands, <laughs> which also I might check out, but probably not. <laughs> but, but I might, but I might not. Yeah, but I might, but probably not. Probably not. Yeah. I feel like... I wanted to hold out, you know, like mm-hmm. want to hold out for better stuff and we'll see if there's something new wave. I did go ahead and buy my friend tickets for a show that she really likes. Yeah. And like just to use it. And I mean, who wouldn't want concert tickets? Right. Exactly. It didn't cost me anything and it makes them really happy. Yeah. Yeah. And I did the same thing like that show I offered because um, that was it's Incubus and Jimmy Eat World, which is not yep. bad. Right. So, yeah, I offered my sister to get her and her friend tickets. They're not going to be able to go, but, you know. Thought the counts, right? Yeah, totes. <laughs> I'll give you free shit. <laughs> right. When it's free to me. Yeah, exactly. hey So the website is really cool. If you were part of that lawsuit, you should have an email. Yep. Bookmark that. Keep checking back. I don't know how frequently they're right. going to do and it. it. It is much easier to use. If you if you checked yes. it out last year, you could only view like one location Page. at a time. Oh, yeah. Uh, now you can pick multiple locations and view them all together. Sort of like filter by locations yep. and add in... Subtract. Also, be careful because if you're in an area and there's an amphitheater that's in the suburbs, they will list the suburb name, not right. the major metropolitan yeah, area. I.e. Indianapolis versus Noblesville or Chicago, Chicago versus Tinley, Tinley Park. Park. <laughs> <laughs> We've learned the hard way. Yes. There's, I'm like, there's no shows in Chicago. How can there not be? Because right. it's out in the yeah, burbs. They're all in Tinley Park. Mm-hmm. Check it out. It's also a lot easier to redeem the codes because I did it yesterday. As you go to the checkout, you can view your codes and then click redeem like yeah. it's already built into the system yeah last so you, time you it's like a to... 25 digit number that you had to like go back and forth and yeah, remember and, and mm-hmm. trying, yeah yeah now i think when you just sign in with your Ticketmaster account it mm-hmm. sees you have them available right yep and it's like which one do you want to use that, that would be really nice if that was how it worked from the jump it's not like that's a very hard thing to do <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i don't think Ticketmaster. uh but they're not into giving away free tickets. Weird. Yeah. Or doing things an easy way. I, I have noticed those. I'm surprised things. they weren't like, there's a there was a $5 fee for that. Right. <laughs> a convenience charge of clicking here. Yeah. 
I, I will say, though, speaking of, since the, the lawsuit has gone through and they've started to fulfill their obligations to it, it is much easier to tell pricing of tickets on their website. Yeah, it we just bought the tickets for Betty Who, right? And yeah. the the price that you saw was the price that you paid. Yep. Yeah, and the the few shows that I bought tickets for where that wasn't the case, mm-hmm. it explicitly tells you what each of the fees are, are for. and you can even click a little hyperlink there that'll break it down even farther. So it'll let you know, like, oh, a facilities fee. This is the fee charged by the facility for their like maintenance and blah blah blah, mm-hmm. you know, like that sort of stuff, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Plus, you're kind of like, okay, I yeah. get it now. Yeah, I don't no, really I'm mind just, paying yeah. that. I'm not gonna get pissed if you. I mean, I'm still going to get pissed if you double the cost of my ticket. <laughs> but as long as you let me know what it is, like, right. I'm not going to be as upset, Then I, I can decide. Right. Make more informed decisions. Yeah. Speaking of a decision, our beloved SoundCloud, or once was beloved, I should say. Yeah. Kind of going down, down the drains. Talks of them closing the doors pretty soon. Yeah, circling the drain, maybe. Yeah. Um, so this was actually from a TechCrunch article posted a few weeks ago that SoundCloud laid off 40% of its staff as a way to just sustain itself through the end of Q4. Wow. Yeah. No, like, no really, like, we don't know what we're going to do afterwards. Just nothing. Just nothing. Just we're going to run out of money. Right. I did hear that they hired a guy who had just accepted a position there, sold his house, was going to uproot his family... And then they were like, ah, just kidding. Oh. We're actually going out of business. Jeez. So even though they say they're not. Right. Well, so here's, here's the thing about that. Hmm. So as all of this info about SoundCloud is, is coming down, SoundCloud's staying pretty quiet about it. There are a lot of artists and, who are super dependent on SoundCloud, like especially right. DJs and hip-hop artists who are going to do stuff that's not, not really easily distributed digitally through, like, paid streaming services, online stores, stuff like that. So, like, DJ mixes that include other artists' songs or um, mixtapes that'll use someone else's beat. And I find a lot of really good remixes on there because there's people at home playing around with it. They can't afford to pay the artists, so they put it up on SoundCloud. Yep. Remember, they went through this whole deal where they were... They're hitting everyone with this, like, hey, take your stuff down. Yeah. Because well, the, this is a copyright infringement. Well, yeah, the other thing that a lot of DJs especially will do, because one of the, the cool features about SoundCloud is you can post stuff on there and make it private. So you can provide that link to other people if you want them to be able to access that content, but you can really use it almost as a storage source. Yep. So a lot of DJs were putting mixes on there that they didn't necessarily intend on releasing or maybe weren't going to release yet or had released previously. Yeah, but and just were using it as a storage it. source. Yeah. So that was a big concern. Also, like a lot of people who like to listen to mixes would save mixes and stuff like that through mm-hmm. SoundCloud. We used to do our podcast hosting through SoundCloud yep. because they have a really easy RSS feed feature that you can, you know, send to different podcasting apps, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But out of nowhere, beloved Chance the Rapper mm. came through as the hero of SoundCloud. What? So he actually tweeted, I'm working on the SoundCloud thing, tagged the CEO of SoundCloud in it, and then immediately after, that CEO issued a blog post saying, SoundCloud is here to stay. What? Yeah. 
What is he doing? We don't know? We don't know. We don't fucking know. I wonder if he just had some idea and was like, hey, like, I can be a part of this. Yeah. I, like, Chance is a, like, strongly independent artist. Yeah. And so he really understands the value of a platform like SoundCloud. The, mm-hmm. other, the other thing that's really cool on the artist side of things for SoundCloud, even if you're not putting something out that's not easily distributed other places, mm-hmm. it doesn't cost you any money. You can host a, what was it, up to 10 hours, I think, yeah. of content on there Yep. without having to pay for that service. Uh, so it's all just, like, ad-supported, which is why probably they're struggling financially. I get. So those artists who can't pay for a digital distributor go through a label to use. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I've noticed just recently working with digital distribution with my own music is if you're an independent DJ or an independent you know, hip-hop artists or whatever, who's going to be using licensed content, they won't touch it. Right. So an, an independent digital distributor like DistroKid or CD Baby mm-hmm. or TuneCore or whoever will help you get licensing or, or will pay your licensing for a cover song. They won't do that for a remix or really? something similar to that. And the, the thing there, too, is that, like, you're not going to get a label to distribute that for you Mm-mm. because they're not going to want to pay that licensing either. No. So we really need services like SoundCloud to be able to get that type of content out. Yeah, there's a lot of independent artists that have used that and come up and I think, like, RIC even. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's where he started. And, and That'd be like taking down YouTube. Right. And, I mean, how many artists have we gotten from YouTube? Not to say they're of quality. Right, exactly. But I mean, exactly. you know, <laughs> from Bieber to that one rapey dude. Yeah. To, you know. Right. There's, yeah, there's, it's good to have these platforms that allow people to let their voice be heard in different ways that are going to be outside of what's accepted by the mainstream. Yep. For sure. And then we can decide if you stay. Exactly. Huh. Yeah. You be the judge. Hashtag capitalism. <laughs> for real though <laughs> so we you know we we're going through all this stuff trying to figure out ways that we can you know get this content out free and that we don't have to get you know wrapped up in all this legal red tape just mm-hmm. to be able to hear a mix or a remix or whatever mm-hmm. and in the midst of this Spotify is getting sued Spotify is getting sued yep I mean I feel like they're already trying to jip their artists. Right, with the, yeah, the kind of quote-unquote fake artists that we talked about. Yeah, we talked about fake artists last week. And now two publishers are suing them for thousands of songs in their catalog that they haven't gotten paid. Ooh! Mm Mm-hmm. So what they're talking about is mechanical royalties. And mechanical royalty, which we've talked about before is royalty paid to a songwriter whenever a copy of their song is made. So if you press a CD, a record, whatever, but in the in the streaming world, anytime it's streamed, they they actually pay mechanical end performance. Right. You would also get mechanical royalties if someone downloads that song locally to their device yep. even if they don't listen to it. Yep. It gets messy. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of messy. Yeah. <laughs> Super messy. So these two publishers 
are saying that 100 and they're suing for $150,000 per work infringed Damn. times approximately 2,000 434 songs. Zeal. So it was about 2,500 songs every time that that was downloaded, played through Spotify. It's a $150,000 fine. Wow. So that quickly amounts to $365 million. Right. And we already know that Spotify has just lost about that amount, yeah, too. Operating at a huge loss. And the, the thing there, like, from, and it seems like when you hear those amounts, like, it seems absolutely obscene. But the thing from the, the publishing perspective is, you know, for starters, we want to make this penalty so harsh that you don't want to do it. Very sim- similar to, like, the RIAA when they started going after people for illegally downloading music. We want to make this penalty so bad that, you know, we're setting an example of mm-hmm. you and these other companies aren't going to pull some shit like this. Right. The other thought is, like, yes, had they been paid out properly the payments would have been much, much, much lower. Right. But at this point, we're looking at theft. Yep. Like, not only is this a penalty because they haven't been paid and they need they deserve that back pay, but they also need to be penalized for breaking the law and their contractual agreement to those publishers. Right. It's like when I had an iPass, and then I let that go defunct when I moved to Indiana, mm-hmm. and apparently I went through it a bunch of times. <laughs> Instead of paying... 40 or 80 cents to go through it was $20 and 80 cents per infraction (laughs) and then they called me and was like I need $1,500 I said bullshit (laughs) I said no no (laughs) right it's simply to make a point yeah yeah and I mean the, the fact of the matter is like when I think we as normal people look at amounts like that it seems like absurd absurd and outlandish but if you had worked for your company for years and years and put in hours and hours and hours of work and you found out that they're only going to pay you a quarter of what they agreed or a portion of what they agreed, yeah. you're not only going to want that money back, but you're, you're going to want, want more compensation on top right. of that. That's so true. Oh, wait, hang on. We got to stop. Mm. All right. So uh, we literally just got a text about this. That uh, Chester Bennington from Lincoln Park uh, has apparently killed himself. Wow. Like I was saying, like I wasn't too familiar, wasn't really into Lincoln Park. Yeah. But still, like, it's fucked up. I think he had just, like, he was friends with Chris Cornell. Yep. Too, from Soundgarden, and he, like, made this open letter to him. Right. Yeah, and I... After his passing. Yeah. And, And he had... He had recently, like, I have friends who are, are Lincoln Park fans, and he had mm-hmm. recently kind of pissed them off by making a statement that he, you know, wants them to, quote-unquote, move the fuck on from Hybrid Theory, which is their first album. Yeah. And he came back, and this was back in May, uh, and he came back with, like, a very, like, honest, heartfelt response. Mm-hmm. Like, that, you know, he knows that he's human, and sometimes he takes things too personally, but and it's really hard for him when you know fans come in and attack him on the music that he's creating and want or say, to, "Hey, I want you to sound like you did twenty years ago." Right. Yeah. And I don't know if you know. I I hope that 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 shit didn't have anything and you know to do with it to do with it. But he's got kids. Six. Yeah, he's been married a couple of times. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to say. We've we've talked about mental health in the music industry before. Yep. And how it's ignored. 
or yeah, but, and it's really fucked up because people think that if you are a celebrity or if you're a musician, that they can say all these really really terrible things and critique your art, and you're superhuman. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, we just had Ed Sheeran drop off of social media because he was tired of people talking shit about his cameo in Game of Thrones. Well, yeah. Not only that, but also his music. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like that. That used to be a thing. Yeah. You know, it's always been a thing where people, I mean, you know, obviously someone who has more visibility is going to get a higher number of critiques than someone that's not really paid attention to, just because there's a larger audience there to talk shit. Right. But it wasn't as visible. No, because before it was tabloid magazines, and everyone's like, who cares? They're getting paid right. for this content. They're yeah. going out there and finding this stuff in hopes that the public will buy into it and most of the public doesn't and the only thing that they hear from their fans who come to their shows and love them anyways. Right. And More now like, these people have access to their artists via social media to send the messages, tweet them, you know, and it's up to them to like give it credit or ignore right. it. And I can't imagine how hard that would be to ignore. I know. I feel like they see a lot of it. Yeah. It's got to be like, ah, I don't want to, but yet I'm sure that they get in a spot where they they get curious. Yeah. And they want to know. I can't even imagine being, I mean, how many times have you just like Googled your name? Right. To see what's out there. And yeah. we're like, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> right? And could you imagine if there was all of this information about you out there? All you have to do is search a hashtag with your name. Yeah. And if you're in a dark place or not feeling very good about yourself, it could take you a lot farther. Right. It's fucked up. I don't know. I wish people would realize that they're also just human and that things can affect them the same way. Like, would you talk to your friend like that? Right. Well, I think that especially, you know, with the kind of assumed anonymity that comes with the Internet. Yeah. People feel like it's okay for them to say that stuff. They also assume that, you know, when as a celebrity you're spending this time or, or whatever that you're not seeing it or mm -hmm. if you are it doesn't matter because you can just go you know buy yourself a new car or something to feel better right and that old adage that money doesn't buy happiness is very true yeah i mean i don't know that because i don't have any money right but i get it yeah you know yeah i mean like even you know like to put it in perspective of our like our own lives you know mm -hmm. like it wouldn't matter how much money I, I have. Like, I would still have the same hang-ups. Insecurities. Yeah, and... about my, my life prior to that money. Right. Or it might even be amplified by the fact that I've gotten that. Yeah. Well, it's definitely going to bring more attention to yourself. Yeah. And more attention and more people critique you. Right. Uh, you know, when you don't have money, I feel like you kind of... And you don't have fame, obviously. You fly under the radar. Yeah. And all of that is just your own thoughts in your head. Right. And then, yeah, when you get this attention, then it's everyone else. Yeah, and if you already have those own thoughts, you know, if you, if you have the thought that you're not good enough or that that new album that you put out isn't good enough, and then you have this chamber of people echoing that sentiment back to you, now mm -hmm. all of a sudden it's real. Yep. It's not just something that's in your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's, yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing good to say about it. Mm-mm. We need to, as, as consumers of music, as supporters of artists, we need to keep our fucking mouths shut. Right. 
Or if you if you have complaints about someone's new album, talk to your friend about it right. while you listen to that album. You know? Yeah. Like that's that's the way we used to do it. If right. an artist came out with a disappointing album, or I'm sure for you, like if a DJ came out with a disappointing mix or whatever, you and your friends would listen to it together and have a conversation about it. And then that conversation would turn into something else. Right. And it, it wasn't just like screaming into the abyss that eventually gets heard by the person that you're bitching about. That's all we have for this week. We'll be back every Friday with new episodes in your favorite podcast app. Or you can catch us on facebook.com slash eruption. Twitter and Instagram at eruption. Or on our homepage, eruptionmusic.com.